Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome to Breakfast at Ruby's. Um, this is a weekly or semi-weekly podcast where I talk to wonderful people and we just have wonderful conversations and uh, sometimes chaotic, sometimes iconic, sometimes both. You know, you know what? That's that's the nature of podcasting. Am I right? Uh, this week we have the wonderful Ryan. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. So excited to talk to you. We've been in, in the in the talks to do this for a while. And then I was like, let me go on a podcast break real quick and not do anything of the sort. Um, <laughs> but how I, I was like, how do you want to be introduced? Because, you know, former streamer slash streamer on a hiatus slash icon legend moment. What What's the what's the intro? I'm, I'm just a person making my way through the world at this point. I, I used to stream. I streamed for about a year here on Twitch. I did a lot of video games, and then I hosted a game show, which you were part of. But, I sure was. Uh, and flopped every life... time. Oh my God. <laughs> you did great. Life got busy, though, um, and the weather was getting nice, and I started feeling more comfortable like going outside. I'm still not going to like clubs or indoor gatherings, but... Um, just going out, hiking, swimming, enjoying nature. And I was just like, you know, Twitch cha has changed so much since what it was mid-pandemic in terms of, like, people being around. And I was just kind of like, I love my community, and I love, like, the community that I had built. But I felt like it was time to move on for myself and also to free up that time for a lot of my viewers as well. Yeah, I get that. Like, and at the time we talked, and I, there were other people also quitting, and I also considered it because, like, people don't get it. Like, streaming is very, very time consuming, and oftentimes with very little reward, if we're going to be completely honest. Um, not that, not in a way of like expecting, you know, a lot of money or anything like that, but it's like you're putting a lot of time and a lot of effort and energy into doing stuff and planning and all of that. And sometimes, you know, you just want to do other things with your time. And I totally, I completely get that. Every time someone quits, I used to be very like, oh, you know, they're not, you know, cut out for this, whatever. And, <laughs> and like, now I'm just like, I get it. Like, I, I've been there. I've, like, I've been there of like, I maybe I'll quit. Maybe this is it. I don't know about this anymore. Um, but Twitch keeps getting me. They keep grabbing me. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Um, but yeah, what it's was a great platform though. <sighs> but like, well, yeah. But, um, like for me, but like my whole life kind of functions in like year long chunks. Hmm. So it's like I like have a whole rebirth like after a year of doing something, and I like hit that point with Twitch where I was like, well, time for the next thing honestly that's kind of iconic because then you get to do a lot of different things and you don't get like stuck doing something for years because like sometimes getting complacent is not also great because you're like oh i've been doing this shit for like so many years and like i haven't gone anywhere or like i don't i haven't gotten anything out of it or i don't like what what i'm doing anymore They're, like there's so many people um that I've come across that have experienced stuff like that, where I'm I, sometimes I even ask myself, like, why are you still streaming? Like, why do you even care anymore? Like, you're like, you're so negative about the whole thing all the time. So it's like, why do you even do it? Um, but was there how hard was that decision, though? Like, stepping away and being like, okay, I'm done. Oh my God, it was so easy. Ah, <laughs> like, I hate to say it, but um, 
because like i said i loved my community and i loved it and i had so much fun on twitch also i'm like i don't even know where to look because i'm trying to make it look like i'm not side-eyeing you while I know. Talking, so I keep, like moving you around the screen a little bit i'm like do i look directly into the camera um what so i kind of made the decision there had been a few months where i was like i'm kind of ready to move on to another thing in my life not like and also if anyone out there is streaming on twitch i was not like i'm saying i was moving on to something better i just needed something different from what right. i was doing on twitch like before twitch i needed something different from what i was doing then um and i had spent a couple months like hemming and hawing about it like should i like you know it's still decent and then I just hit a point where I was like, okay, I really need to do the next thing, which for me is going back to school. And so I had planned to do my last stream at the end of July. And then my birthday is July 10th. And then like five days before my birthday, I was just like, I don't even know if it was five days. Nobody fact checked me. I was <laughs> like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. Right. Um, my birthday stream is just going to be my last stream. And then I'm out like i'm tired and i just <laughs> i wasn't feeling as motivated to go on stream anymore i really enjoyed the games that i was playing but i felt like i wasn't like it being as innovative with them i was i felt like i was running out of ideas and I love doing Pyramid of What. For anyone who doesn't know, that was uh, the game show that I hosted. I loved it. Loved it. I wish I was still doing it. But it's so much work yeah. <laughs> to do um, between like casting all the contestants, coming up with the questions, organizing everything. And I feel like if I'm not streaming regularly, if I were to just do Pyramid of What once a month, the viewership wouldn't be there because there wouldn't be people consistently seeing my face. So I was just like, I just got to wrap everything up and, and put it to bed. Yeah. I, I can see that. Although I wouldn't be opposed to a monthly stream. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I would be against that. Um, but yeah, I total I totally get that. It's such a hassle. I, when I, I was doing a thing where I was doing panels for pride and that's when I fully learned how um, hmm, chaotic it is to get people together, like a group of people at like w the same time and like it, within like a week, just for people that don't get it. Because obviously, why would you if you're not like a streamer, if you're not putting events together or anything of the sort? But it's like a week leading up to it. And you have people, like, ghosting you, people that said that they were interested and suddenly they don't say anything back. Or you have people that cancel, like, a couple days before. Um, like, stuff like that where you're, like, at that last-minute moment where you're, like, oh, do I get someone else? Do I just make a new graphic? Like, it's just such a thing. Or the day of, like, it literally happened right. a couple times where, like, you know, shit happens, like, internet stuff, people getting sick, all that stuff. And sometimes the day of, I'm like, oh, just kidding. That person's not going to be here anymore. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. once I did that because we actually were in good terms. But um, Ooh, can't say that my... for every occasion. <laughs> I got really lucky with Pyramid where I never had anyone drop out. Um, there was a slight cash shift because I had to cancel the like final season i had to reschedule because that something happened in my life um 
I had a couple of people couldn't make the new date, but I was so fortunate. But I also stayed on top of everyone. I was like DMing <laughs> them. I'm like, this, here's the timeline, here's this, this is when you're gonna be there, right. this is when everything's gonna happen. I'm like, you I I want you to feel bad if you have to <laughs> yes. cancel. So you're not gonna do it. As as you should, honestly. Um, if you you're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I feel so bad. I'm like, yes, you should. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like if you felt bad, you you would do it. <laughs> I always say, um, when someone's like, "Oh, I'm sorry," if you were sorry, you wouldn't have done it. Well, <laughs> the only the only time I I will say it was justified was literally someone that was like they got food poisoning, like they ate something for lunch that day, and they were like, "I really tried, and I can't stop puking." And I'm like, "You're fine. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Like, you're completely fine." Uh, I think it was even on stream or something like they ate, they tried like a weird food on stream or something like that and it went bad. <laughs> so they were like, "Well, I guess I'm not doing it anymore." I'm like, "Yeah, please don't die." Um, the things streamers have to do. Well, th they think they have to do. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't have to. <laughs> you quit we streaming can. for a reason. Oh, Let's I'll uh... talk about it. I don't know. I don't have a career anymore, so I can <laughs> I can come on here and say whatever I want. I have nothing to lose at this point. Uh, <laughs> so okay, top ten people you hate on the platform. No, just kidding. <laughs> you <don't>... Okay. <laughs> you don't have. To. I got the list. I can pull <laughs> it up. I'll leak the DMs. I don't care. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm very tempted. Oh. To ask, not 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 names, but like maybe a situation that was like very like drama, and you oh. were like, I don't know about this. Like maybe that contributed slightly to you leaving or something. Not to give them that power, but you know what I mean. I'll talk about it. Yeah, let's... I'll bring it up. Yes. <laughs> so I'll I'm gonna make a generalization about Twitch in general. Uh, cancel me for it, but. I think a lot of people who stream um, tend to go on power trips a lot because mm -hmm. I think um, there's like a younger demographic and a more introverted demographic that goes on Twitch and Twitch empowers them in a way that they may not have been empowered in their day-to-day -day life or in the workplace or whatever. And so they start to get this like power over a community. And some people run with that. It's not all Twitch streamers. Some people run with that. And so I've had some run-ins with a few people who really want to act a certain way and do th a lot of like social climbing, a lot of like selfish, narcissistic behavior. Um, and I'm me. I'm just me. <laughs> I'm not afraid to, like, call someone's behavior out. So I've done, like, a couple call-out streams on, like, one person who was really, like, terrible to me and also their community and people who had really supported them because they had, like, blown up on the platform. Like, basically overnight, they went from, like, 5 to 10 viewers to consistently, like, 150-plus. And then there were, like, a few other situations. And then I also got into a big drama with someone who was queer-baiting. I don't know if you heard about that, but someone I, yes. had been <laughs> someone had been using um, the LGBTQIA plus tag when they were straight, and then they when I like called them out on it, they accused like a month later they were like the 
gay community bullied me. <laughs> I support them, but they bullied me. Right. And it just spiraled out of control from there. And now he's uh, deleted his whole Twitter and is selling uh, coffee in a pyramid scheme. So Stop. Yeah, he fully deleted all of his tweets and rebranded to this, like, streamer coffee brand where he's selling coffee <laughs> targeted to streamers. And, like, his face and his name is no longer on the Twitter or anything. I hate that. So, <laughs> rest <laughs> of peace is great. But that's what he did because for, for people who don't know about the situation, the, it was just this dude who was, like, very passionate about, like, streaming as a career. And he, like tried to make a side hustle selling pdf books on amazon of streamer tips um and so he's all about like some weird money-making side scheme someone watched way too many tiktoks about how to be an entrepreneur um literally (laughs) literally i'm like you can get all these streamer tips for free on tiktok also also yeah and youtube and a lot of places. <laughs> but the more that I dug into that situation, the more interesting behavior I found. We'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's but, definitely a lot of interesting behavior with streamers. Because like you said, it's like streamers have this weird thing where their ego is direct. Some streamers, let me not say streamers in general, because I know a lot of me. people that are not like this. I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people that I've seen, and I don't really interact with people that are like that. But they have this thing where, like, if they have a certain viewership that they don't deem is, like, good enough, they talk, they, like, act like they're, like, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm such a flop. Nobody likes me. Oh, my God. And then, like, the second they get viewership that equates to a level of they that they deem as, like, success, then they're, like you can't tell them shit like they're the best streamer around they're like so good at everything that they do uh their content is the best like all this stuff and i just can't deal with that kind of shit (laughs) um especially because like sometimes even to like dm people like you can tell the people that are like and again this is not like a personal attack on how people behave but sometimes it's like oh you try to like just DM someone and they're like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, let's just, let's talk in the DM. Some people are just like, they ignore you completely. Some people are like, have you go through their like business email and you're like, girl, we're mutuals. Business emails. Like, Me when I was like casting for Pyramid, <laughs> I'm like, not the business email. Like, we're fucking mutuals. What do you mean I have to like email you on your business email? Like, you just like, and then also, yeah, it's a I, whole like, thing. Yeah. It's also like they have all this like business email DMs closed and they have like 15 concurrent viewers. I'm like, (laughs) you're not giving what you think you're giving. Like (laughs) your DMs aren't blowing up. Right. And, you know, I understand some people get like creeps in their DMs. So they might want to turn their DMs whatever, whatever, whatever. But uh, But if you're mutuals, the DMs aren't closed. Right. (laughs) And so it's weird. But it's like what she said, that whole like pity party of people. Um, I don't know. So on TikTok right now, there's a sound that keeps getting used. And it's a song um, that's like, it costs this much because of like the amount of work I put into it. Um, And all these like resin makers use this sound to like gaslight people into buying their $300 (laughs) poured plastic. (laughs) 
I um, <laughs> and so and if you go on that sound, it's just like all these people just like pouring resin into Amazon molds. I like love that. And <laughs> all these other people have started bullying them for using they're like you're just melting some plastic and pouring it into a mold like and now you're just trying to make everyone pay like 300 dollars for it right um i feel like it's similar to a lot of twitch streamers who will be like nobody's coming out to support me like why aren't you all supporting me people are busy right like people have their own lives like when it came to people coming to my streams i was like i'm so happy you're here i love seeing you here but like, if you can't make it that's fine like I, right. we're all busy this isn't your job i'm not paying you to be here literally um but some it just got that's part of why i had to get off twitter is i just couldn't take streamers being like <laughs> come, come on even if you mute the tab leave your computer open all day i'm like are you gonna pay my light bill <laughs> I can't stand that. Like, numbers talk is something that even... Because, like, if it's a positive thing, I'm just like, okay, can you not brag? If it's a negative thing, then it's like, can you stop complaining? (laughs) Right. I'm like, Jesus. Like, I can't... If it's someone being, like, you know, pushing for a specific goal or something that they're like, oh, you know, I have this thing. Like, when we get to this goal, I'll do this. I'm like, okay, cool, promote that. That's great. Yeah. But if it's someone being like oh, I need to do something about my concurrent viewership because brands are not going to DM me. I'm like, girl, you need to do something about your attitude. Um, right. That's what you need to work on. <laughs> we have, we actually have a question uh, coming through from Strawberry. I'm just going to say Strawberry because you have a very long name and I'm afraid of mispronouncing it all. So <laughs> Strawberry SIE refresher. Yes, iconic. Uh, the question is, do you both believe that TikTok slash Twitter fame can successfully lead to a consistent Twitch following? Ooh. So what's your what's your perspective on this? I the outside say in? it could go both ways because I have a few friends who have gotten very big on TikTok. Um, I'll name names. One of them is Sean, uh, literally just twitch.tv slash Sean. And he is a Genshin Impact streamer. And he like blew up on TikTok for Genshin Impact content. Um, and I, oh my God, I love him so much. Every TikTok he starts, he's like, Genshin Impact players. I'm like, go off. <laughs> um, so you just scroll through his feed. It's like Genshin Impact players, Genshin Impact players. Um, and he's been able to turn that into a really successful Twitch career where he is like getting hundreds of views consistently on his streams. He's like partnered with Genshin Impact now. He does like all this awesome stuff. On the flip side, I have another friend, uh, Sarah Kendall, who is a Sims TikToker and she is blown up. She has over a hundred thousand TikTok followers. Some of her TikToks get like over 2 million views. Um, and she advertises her Twitch and everything on TikTok, but I'm not seeing like, because I think Sean has about the same amount of TikTok followers as her, but hers isn't translating to Twitch, right. which her streams are great and they're amazing and it should. I don't know where the disconnect is happening between yeah. the two of them there. So I think it could go either way. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Oh, I fully agree. Like sometimes sometimes you get like some engagement on Twitter or something like that, but it doesn't translate on Twitch, for example, because like maybe the people that are seeing your tweets, like you're not necessarily streaming at those times. So they're not really seeing that. And like, I mean, I've, I've been that person where I followed people before on Twitter and 
I see them in my recommended on Twitch, and I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't following this person. Like, they seem really nice from what I've seen them, but on on, on socials, but I just haven't followed them. Um, so yeah, I mean, it really depends. Um, what happens a lot of the times too, though, is like some people's social media presence is only like Twitch clips or Twitch related content. So. Um, it can work really well as well. Like that even can go either way. Cause like there's people that post Twitch clips on TikTok and then they get that audience to watch them on, on stream. And then there's people who do that. And sometimes people on TikTok are like, okay, I don't care about your streams cause I'm not going to watch them. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Right. Go off then. So it really, it really depends. It's, um, it's Twitch is difficult. Twitch is a really difficult platform. Um, because I think f like for people who use Twitch regularly, it's like all they do a lot of the times. Like they don't watch YouTube, like they barely are on other, other socials. Uh, but for people who don't really know Twitch or people are, that are not on Twitch, like for them, it's like, oh, I'm not gonna sign up for like this whole other thing. Like, I don't, I don't right. care. I'll watch like someone on YouTube do that. Like, I don't care. Um, so and it, if you're it like, really depends. If you're a TikTok person, you're used to consuming media in like, three minutes or less whereas twitch right. streams are like four <laughs> hours plus yeah. so i think like sean does a lot of like genshin impact updates like discussing new stuff in genshin and then he opens his stream to be like q a whereas sarah does sims content for tiktok and then does sims content on twitch but she's not like posting her twitch clips mm. to tiktok right. kind of thing so I think she can exist very like independently on TikTok, if that makes sense. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that's part of it. Maybe maybe Twitch clips is the way to go if you want people to watch you on Twitch. I don't know. Yeah. I can't break the TikTok algorithm. I have like a hundred followers, so <laughs> same. I'm like, I don't know. I'll I'll I I'll post at like two AM and just because I had a random idea and sometimes it's a thing and I'm like, Okay, cool, that video is doing well in comparison to the others, but sometimes it's flops it's such a thing um but i mean that could also be a cool thing like that's a, a thing that i'm kind of over this past year i've kind of been thinking about where like does it really matter how you're doing in one specific platform versus like existing in general which is why i have like a podcast everywhere and i have youtube videos that are like some of them are not related at all with streaming and then i have the gaming channel that is somewhat related but uh, sometimes there isn't that crossover and I'm like, does that matter at the end of the day? Cause like if people are seeing me and if I have like a certain amount of views, like, or followers, like throughout all of the platforms, then it doesn't really matter if I'm not like Twitch partner. Cause I'm still like existing and on people's timelines and doing stuff and whatever impact I'm making, um, they can see it, I guess. <laughs> right. I mean, the I th also think it's really easy to underestimate just one viewer. Yeah. Like if you have one viewer, that's a whole ass person mm -hmm. just like absorbing you. It's yeah. like going out to lunch with a friend. Literally. Uh, people love to like feel some type of way about having like two or three viewers or being like a small streamer. But if you can entertain a room of like 10 people, you're doing great in the context of like <laughs> the real world. Like you're literally like, on a stage doing a performance at a coffee shop at that point. Right. Um, so I don't, people just 
turn their viewers into numbers and forget that they're they're people. Yeah. And I do think that social media platforms kind of contribute to that um, because they're like, if you don't turn off those emails, like the second you stop streaming, you get an email being like, here's how your stream went. And like all the numbers, like little arrows pointing up or down, depending on how well you did last time. Uh, And people like get obsessed with that because that's the only thing that they also see as a mark of success on the platform. Because it's not like they say like, oh, we only partner people that that have amazing content. They're like, we'll partner you if you have these stats and then we'll think about it. Even then, maybe you won't get it. So people are like, okay, I must get those stats done. And it's like, okay, sure. I remember Instagram was supposed to turn off how many likes posts got. And I think it rolled out for a few people, but not everyone yet. Yeah. I love that idea. Same, actually. Because it's like, if it's a good photo like why like because i think that's a, a psychological thing as well like i think sometimes and i feel like i've been guilty of this as well like scrolling through twitch for example and like seeing a thumbnail and you look at that viewership and you're like oh maybe this person is boring or maybe they're it's a flop or like you're, you're scrolling through like instagram and the post doesn't have that many likes and you just kind of scroll past it for some reason so right. I, I like that just like hiding hiding the numbers i you also never know when someone's like victim to the algorithm right like you know and even on twitch it's like when you look at who you follow it's arranged with the person with the most viewers at the top right like it it doesn't lend itself well for small streamers i don't know why it's not random on your following page and i know youtube the like subscription page is totally different now it's not like in the order of the most recently posted changed that a while ago yeah like it defaults to like recommended but then you have like the subscriber like page but even then i think it misses some stuff too i don't know it's weird social media is weird i know i can't keep up that's why i'm like i'm like i'm off twitch i'm off twitter i got my silly little instagram post some pictures yeah post meme like whatever i'm just i'm out of the social media rat race i can't do it anymore right <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Do you, like do you miss streaming sometimes and like being a part of that whole drama? No. <laughs> no, I, to a degree, I love that. I, th- I don't it's really weird. Like as soon as I hit stop streaming for the last time, I had this like sense of relief wash over me. And it's not that I, like, ever dreaded going live. It wasn't ever, like, painful for me to go live. It wasn't... Because I know some people are like, oh, my God, I get so anxious every time I hit the start streaming button. I never had that. I just hit start streaming, Same. did my thing, and then ended stream, and then, like, went about my life. Um, but I still have all my friends that I made from Twitch. I right. You know, I still talk to them. Um, and that's what, like, really matters to me. But... There are some times where I'm like, oh, like maybe I'll go live soon. And then it's always just in the distance because I'm like, what would I even do? Like, <laughs> which is why I'm happy to be here because I, I get to show my face, give like a little update, um, but without the pressure of it like being on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's aspects that I guess I would say that I miss, but I feel like I did everything that I wanted to do 
Mm -hmm. in terms of twitch like i hosted a really cool game show for five seasons i like raised over two thousand dollars for charity yes i did like a couple 24-hour streams i made a lot of friends i hosted like tons of mario kart tournaments um i like got to rub elbows with one of the world's largest sim streamers who like raided me three times um I had like a very, in my eyes, a very successful Twitch career. Other people would be like, you never made partner. I'm like, okay, I had fun though. <laughs> like, As if there's not um, partners who aren't very successful. <laughs> right. Or like not having fun at all on the platform. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I, I think I had a great run and it was the end of the road for me. That's not to say I, I'll never come back or that I'll right. never go live again. Cause like, I would like to say hi to everyone. But um, I'm very satisfied with my life right now. Yeah, it, I mean, it seems like it's it was right. Like if you if you were to click on that stop streaming button and you had any even a little bit of a doubt, then you know you would probably be like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't quit. But feeling relieved after <laughs> streaming <laughs> is a very big sign that uh, you wanted to move on and and do other things, such as. You know, feel free to get into it. Like, I, I would love, and I'm sure uh, I've, I've been seeing some of uh, the people that uh, were a part of your community, uh, you know, show up in the chat and say hi. So uh, do you have any, like, updates for them? What you've been up to? What you've been enjoying? All that fun stuff. Yeah, so I spent a lot of my summer outside camping. I went to, uh, there's a lake in Southern Utah that I went to a couple weeks ago, went like kayaking and swimming, uh, camped out on the beach. Uh, I went to like Yellowstone National Park, went through Idaho, um, a lot of outdoor stuff. And then I started school. So I went back to school. I had like a weird mental breakdown, like right before I was originally going to go for business management. And then, like, last minute, I switched, and so now I am studying um, secondary education in the earth science field to become Ooh. a high school earth science teacher, which Iconic. every day I'm like, why am I becoming a teacher? Like, <laughs> I'm like, do I actually want to do that? But um, I feel like it's a good path right now, and my whole thing is, like, I'll do something until it's not fun anymore, and then I'll stop. Right. Which, that's just, like, how my life goes. So I'm like, I'll go to school, get this degree, and at the end, if I don't want to be a teacher, well, I got the degree. Because I never finished college the first time around, and I've always wanted to get my degree. Um, it's just been, like, a thing that I've wanted to have. No one in my family has gotten ever gotten their degree uh and it's just been like a weight on me this whole time and i'm like okay now is the time to do it um and it's it's been really good it is, i've been yes. very busy because i'm also working full-time going to school full-time and then trying to like oh my god live a life <laughs> but um yeah it's been good yeah so that's like mostly what i've been up to iconic do you still like play games and stuff like that all like off stream or yeah is that something that um, okay i was actually like playing mario kart for like two hours last night yes um, <laughs> and then i still play final fantasy 14 mario kart i haven't played much of the sims just a little bit um so yeah i'm still playing games but that was the other thing with streaming is that like 
I only play like three games, <laughs> but like not passionately enough. Like some of these people who are like DVD streamers every day. Right. Um, and I actually like before Twitch, I wasn't that big of a gamer. Like every Sunday I would play dead by daylight with a group of friends. And that was like the only video game I played. And then I, I got it. animal crossing, which is like how we started on Twitch. And I'm so excited for that new animal crossing update. Um, yes <laughs> you watched the nintendo direct right oh i sure did and i was uh, wigless after that bayonetta announcement <laughs> see i don't know like anything about like any games except like the three that i play so i'm like who's bayonetta oh my god she's so iconic she is like it, it's the game basically is like a hack and slash so you just spam buttons and she's like this super like hypersexual witch and like her hair she makes stuff with her hair and she's like iconic like her, her cat suits her fashions her one-liners like she, gay rights she's iconic in every way <laughs> i i, I yeah. totally recommend i only ever really played mmos right like i started on the gamecube with fantasy star online Ooh. um and then I moved. I got obsessed with like the Dot Hack series, both the anime and the games. And then I moved on to Final Fantasy XI, and then Final Fantasy XIV. Yes. I like. I am like the worst gamer. No, I, you're not. I, I don't like <laughs> play games. Um, As you play all about, these games, or like hours upon hours upon hours. I know, but it's like <laughs> one game. I'm just like I'd rather hyperfocus on one game than spread myself out and. I skip every cutscene. <laughs> like, I have played Final Fantasy XI for almost the full 20 years that it's been out, and I have no idea what has happened. <laughs> I kind of love that. You know what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, like, single-player games, I'm like, they're all about the story. I'm like, I don't care. Right. I, 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 can, I can see that. Are you excited for the 14 update? It's also coming soon. Yes. I am. Um, I am. I have like a big issue with Final Fantasy fourteen because like a new expansion comes out and raises the level cap, and then all of a sudden, all the work that you've put in is completely obsolete. Well, um, whereas like eleven armor that you get at level fifty two could still be the best piece at level ninety nine. So right. it doesn't like basically erase all your progress. So I'm excited for the expansion, but I'm also like, there goes all that hard work that I put <laughs> no. in. And now it's basically like starting over. Oh, well. Well, hopefully the dungeons are going to be fun, though, and all the new classes and all that, all that fun I stuff. Know. I say that as I like, have 14? no idea. Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I played a little bit, not too much. I think I'm almost done with like A Realm Reborn. But that, okay. that first chunk is, like, so long and, like, kind of boring. <laughs> I, I skipped it. <laughs> I've been yelled at in every direction to not skip anything. I also don't like skipping cutscenes because I, I like kind of knowing what's going on. Um, unlike some people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, literally. Like, one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, Alpha and Out's twin. I'm like, he is a twin? <laughs> my friend's like, she's in every cutscene. I'm like haven't seen it skipped every cutscene so what about it <laughs> <laughs> iconic iconic in every way oh my god so i know that you like to travel travel you like to travel a lot 
So uh, do you have any upcoming plans as far as like, you know, next year or anything of the sort? Uh, I'm like dying to get out. <laughs> um, I've been entertaining myself traveling like locally to the different national parks around me and that kind of stuff. But I'm dying to get international again. But I'm like, I, I'm like one of those super safe people with covid yeah, where same. i've been double vaccinated since march and i'm still wearing my mask everywhere i don't dine in i think i've dined in twice and i was wearing my mask between bites like i'm <laughs> me like i'm i'm just so cautious about it and so i just don't feel super comfortable traveling internationally yeah there would be like a few countries that i'd feel safe going to but then i'm also like well i don't want to bring anything and cause a problem like i don't want to be the one <laughs> spreading the new the new new delta variant right. <laughs> uh, so ideally my next trip would be through china and mongolia Ooh. that is what i want to do next but part of why i actually decided on teaching was you get the two months in the summer off off there's still obviously going to be some work that you need to do but i can use that time to travel whereas i would right. never get vacation time like that in any other job but i also want to use that degree to teach internationally whether Ooh. it's teaching english because if you have your teaching license you can get a lot more for teaching english abroad than if you just took like the online course or I could teach at an international school. Um, I have a friend who teaches at an international school in Malawi, and she gets paid pretty much like a little less than a teacher would get paid in the US, but all her housing is provided and the cost of living is so much lower. Iconic. Um, and you can do like a year contract. So I could do like a year contract in Malawi, a year contract in China, a year contract in like Australia. I just right. kind of go and teach all these like diplomats children and fill their minds <laughs> with radical ideas so they can overthrow their parents. Iconic, as they should. Right? <laughs> Yeah, traveling internationally is, like, scary because, like, you never know if, like, you're you're going to get there and then, like, they go on lockdown and then you have to be, like, on lockdown as well and then you have to pay for it, too, and it's, like, a whole thing. So it's, like, I was, super scary. I was actually traveling when the pandemic really first started taking off. So in March 2020, I went to Taiwan for two weeks. Oh, and I my felt God. totally safe because... Right. China was dealing with their like massive outbreak, but Taiwan, because they got hit really hard with the SARS virus before, they have like all these precautions in place. So they were averaging like 50 cases a day. Um, and like when I got off the plane there, I went through like four temperature checks. Everyone was wearing masks everywhere. If you got on the subway in Taipei, you walk through a temperature check station. Like there were so many precautions, but everyone in the U.S. was like, oh, my God, aren't you scared? I was like, not really. <laughs> and then while I was there, I'm just seeing the numbers go up and up and up in the U.S. Right. And then halfway through my trip, it was a three week trip. Um, I got a text that I was out of a job because my job was closing because of COVID. Oh my um, God. I went to Japan for four days. I went to Tokyo for four days. Um, 
so I flew from Taiwan to Tokyo, and then the plan was to fly Tokyo back to Taiwan, spend the night, and then fly back to the U.S. I was on my way to the airport in Tokyo, and I was like, oh, I'll check in for my flight tomorrow from Taiwan to the U.S., just while I'm sitting on the train with nothing to do. And it's like, your flight was canceled. Please book another flight from this list. So I click I... for the list. <laughs> There's nothing. And I'm like, girl, what? Not that. So my flight was supposed to land in Taiwan at 11.30 p.m. And at midnight, they were closing the borders. I... So (laughs) had I not tried to check in early, I would have been trapped, which in hindsight, I wish. Um, (laughs) But I was able to get to the airport. I got to the airport at like 6.30. And I just rushed to the desk in Tokyo. And I'm like, hey, so I can't fly home. Thankfully, it was all like on the same airline. I was like, can y'all send me home from here? And they're like, there's a flight in 30 minutes. It's boarding now. And I... the woman just like grabs my arm and runs me through um, security. Um, and I made it. But actually, Iconic. like, so I had a layover and on my layover, I found out that earthquake hit salt lake city and the airport was closed (laughs) so then i had a 24-hour delay where i had to sleep on the airport floor during like covid just taking off when everyone's like super terrified of everything i hate it and there was this family oh my god it was it's always a family eight kids (laughs) all wearing matching red t-shirts and blue jeans who were also all gonna be flying to salt lake and (laughs) When I tell you they would not stop eating nuts, but like all the nut shells were all over the carpet. Like Ew. there was like this family, like it looked like a litter box that they were standing in by the end of it. And I'm just like, why are there nut crumbs everywhere? I'm scared. <laughs> so that was how I went into the pandemic. I I love that. Very eventful. You have a story out of it. I love the idea, though, of, like... Because over here, it was the same of, like, people being like, oh, my God, isn't it so scary, like, in Asian countries or, like, in the U.S., people, like, being afraid for you? And it's like, girly, they've been wearing masks, like, before the pandemic. (laughs) Like, they know how to deal with shit like this. Like, meanwhile, Europe and the U.S. were, like, exploding over, like... 2020 and they were like oh my god isn't that so scary and it's like no girl it's scary to be here (laughs) right and it's like you know at that time i understand that like china was blowing up but that's not all of asia right i was like you're showing a part of yourself right now (laughs) not the same country not the same people not the same precautions so (laughs) independence for taiwan we support yes and China, right? Independence for, for them as well. Like, they, they have, like, the protests. Or they had, for the longest time, protests. Like Hong Kong, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Oh, my God. We have a very interesting, Uh-oh. interestingly worded question from Passion, a.k.a. Passion's Planet. Uh, and she said, and I quote, these are not my words. These, these are Passion's words. She said, since your annoying, bald, British sig self... <laughs> left twitch i am not as frequently informed about your music taste what have you been enjoying and listening to since july oh my god so i have my music taste is different i'm like (laughs) i fully 
on the like 2005 emo screamo hardcore that's like where my that is like my center point of music i love that um but then i also like a lot of like folk punk and like pop punk um i've been listening to a lot of the Beth, the regrets camp cope uh, today i was listening to hello goodbye their original right. album um and then like i love like alicia edelweiss i've been listening to a lot of her which is a lot of like i don't know um it's like punk but not like heavy punk it's a lot of like acoustic or whatever like the best and the regrets um but that's like a lot of what i've been listening to i'm not a big pop music person except piano by ariana grande um <laughs> ariana grande's best song is piano not piano um, <laughs> but yeah i don't know what it is about pop i'm not like that girl who's like ew you're playing pop right now like that's not me because i i can i can i can twerk to a chromatica um <laughs> but it's not generally something that i just like put on right um, and then other genres i love a classic r&b like a 90s r&b like a monica or um like a brandy right iconic and then what else do i listen to it's like it iconic we love to see it i love that <laughs> listen i did i did i know half of most of those names absolutely not <laughs> do i support absolutely sure <laughs> you like listen to it and it's like the most problematic music you've ever heard <laughs> and i'm like gotcha listen i uh, i listen to k-pop i i strand you know i straddle that line of problematic often i'm like what 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 word like did you just metal. say <laughs> uh for the k-pop band baby metal <laughs> japanese um k-pop <laughs> i don't know I'm pretty sure they're Japanese. I don't know anything about baby metal. There's that other J-pop guy who, what is his name? He was a professional wrestler, and he sings metal, and he started a J-pop band where he wears, like, a little skirt and a dress, like, really tight, or, like, a maid's outfit. Iconic. And has his hair in, like, pigtails, but he's, like, screaming, and then I'll have two other <laughs> girls doing, like, pop vocals. Love I can't that. remember what his name is, but that's I... J-pop also. <laughs> I I love that. I love all that. Honestly, I'm like, if it's random, if it's colorful, I'm I'm into it. Sure, <laughs> give it to me. Like, so I I don't. It's not. I don't think it's not as much like this anymore over over here with like Western pop music. But for a while, it was so boring and so like everyone was crying and everyone was like. You know, on the piano, just people in the streets crying, singing. You know, singing cursive, and I'm like, I'm over it. I I need some joy in my life, and that's when I turned to K-pop <laughs> to get a little bit of joy. But nowadays, it's if you know, if passion is interested in my music taste, um, 
<laughs> or what I'm listening Ash to. Ash is just like, no. Right? She's just like, absolutely not. I hate you. Um, so you better stop. Um, I actually haven't finished Little Nas X's new album, but I, I heard some of it and I really liked it so far. Um, definitely a lot of K-pop for sure. Uh, AT's had a new album recently. Um, the 18s? <laughs> or like my captions, like the 80s. Um, I thought you meant like the, um, the teen version of ABBA. I... <laughs> the 18s? I was like obsessed with them when I was a kid. I was like upside down. <laughs> Not that. Um, <laughs> what else am I listening to? Damn, I don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So that's it. That's all I do. That's all I listen K-pop. to. Yeah, just K-pop generally. Um, but yeah, listen. This has been such a lovely conversation. It's almost been an hour since we started recording. Can you believe? Um, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, um, I kind of miss your show, The Pyramid of What. I'm like, oh, that was so iconic. If you couldn't tell from me being on there like twice, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's interested in Pyramid of What, I do have all five seasons saved on my Twitch channel. So if you go to twitch.tv slash Ryan What, you can scroll down um, and watch all the seasons in their entirety. They're about like three and a half hours and it's basically a recreation of the classic uh tv game show pyramid where contestants are in teams of two and one contestant is given a list of words and they have to without saying that word get their teammate to guess that word um and ruby appeared twice (laughs) sure did um it's a season's Four, and then season five known as unfinished business so if you're looking for a ruby specific season uh you can go check them out there but it's not a lot of hours of content we'll say that without any spoilers uh for my appearances on there (laughs) it's not hours of content i can say that much um (laughs) but it's so funny um i remember my first season i was so nervous and it was so funny because like Every once in a while, there would be, like, one or two people that were, like, extremely, like, passionate, like, in chat. And they thought that we were, like, really gunning for, like, money. And we were, like, you know what I mean? Like, so they would, like, after a round, they would be, like, oh, my God, flop. Oh, my God, that person. I hated that. (laughs) I I noticed, like, like you and your mods try to, like, you know, keep it together. But there was always, like, the one person that would be like, oh, my God, that. what about this word? What about that word? Oh, my God, they flopped and are, like, whatever. And I just remember being like, do they know that, like, we're just having a good time? <laughs> right. And, like, my whole thing with, with Pyramid, <laughs> and for those who, like, don't know the format, because it's, like, one person has the word and they're trying to get the other, it's so funny the things that people come up with to try to make someone say the word like um like one time the word was remote Mm -hmm. and someone is like what you use to control a vibrator i'm like i'm someone (laughs) like (laughs) that's like the fun part of it is but yeah some people and um in chat would get a little too intense i was like okay we're not like out to like burn anyone (laughs) at the stake here like we're just having a laugh but a few people did get banned because they'd be like they'd be like that person's so dumb it's like damn you sit up here on camera with someone that you've like never met before with a 30 second timer on the clock and see how you do 
right? Me and Passion for our first go around, I we we didn't think about practicing or anything of the sort. So we just like showed up and we're like, let's just have a good time. <laughs> Which you know, and y'all were great. It showed you in our were results. A lot of fun. We'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. We had fun. <laughs> oh my god! If you could do okay. If you could do a return of Pyramid of What and you could get literally anyone you wanted, like it doesn't matter their schedule. Like, if you, d- let's say, like magically, if you DM them, they would magically drop everything to go to attend. What would be like the cast? Like, I would bring back season one contestants Blizz Bear and Bandana Hawk. Um, and I feel so bad because we were in talks for getting them on Unfinished Business, but none of the schedules could. Um, line up so i would love to have them back and then for like new people if i could reach outside of twitch i would have bob the drag queen and mona exchange yes Um, i had considered i had considered reaching out to them and being like look i don't have a lot of money your booking fees are expensive like can i just pay y'all like 200 dollars each to like do this like don't worry about doing it in drag or anything i thought about it but i never like got the courage up to do it because casting it is like i would start casting three weeks prior and so i didn't want to message them with a date or something and then they don't get back to me for two weeks so i filled someone else in something like that right um who else would i love to see on it um passion and ruby uh, <laughs> i was just gonna say you don't have to pick us um, we, um i had my shot twice <laughs> I don't know. I, it's it's hard to think of like new people because there's a lot of um, streamers that I really like. I would love to see Evolicious and Miss Cookie Dough because um, <laughs> I love both of them so much. They would be and an I interesting pairing. Both, <laughs> yeah, I think they're both like super funny and super quick, um, and they might kill each other. <laughs> yeah um the screaming i can already hear it and if i had i would have to pick one more team um i would i got me yeah (laughs) i would love to compete because i love game shows and i love competing on game shows um and i would love to do it i don't know who my partner would be and i don't know who would host it but um you know what? We we have time to think about that. <laughs> but there's so many people on Twitch who I think are so funny that I would love to have do it. Like I yeah. like one of my mods, uh, Cody, who was actually the one behind the scenes making all the polls for the questions <laughs> every time. Um, MVP. She was like, oh, my God, how are you going to do this every month? Like, you're going to run out of contestants. I was like, you don't know how many people I know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so. I would run out of people. I'm not that social. I'm not that social. I'll be very honest. Like, that's one of the reasons. So many panels, though. Well, that's why I took a break after the panels, because I was like, I think I ran out of people that are like, you know, in this exact second that like i want to reach out to i kind of like expended all my energy for pride and i literally reached out to so many people and then after that i was like you know what i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) i'm not into it i'm not into it anymore suddenly i don't like podcasting um (laughs) 
it's it's such a thing it's such a thing um after pyramid ended i was always like super hyper because i like by the second and third season of pyramid it was all like um it was just like muscle memory of me like clicking things, organizing everything, right. trying to stay on top of it. And then I would have this like adrenaline rush at the end. And then the next day I'd just be like. <laughs> oh my God. Except for me, it hits me the day of. Like if I have, sometimes I have a podcast and it's fine. Sometimes I have a podcast episode and like for the rest of the day it's over. And then for maybe the beginning of the next day and I'm like, I hate it here. I don't know why that happens. And I don't know why it happens to some people it doesn't happen with others but there's that (laughs) uh oh my god so (laughs) no not it was getting a little chilly with the breeze coming in so yeah i figured since we might be wrapping up i I, let me just get get a little more comfortable yeah i'm less comfortable now but that's okay um it's fine As we wrap up, I know you don't, you know, do content anymore, but if people want to keep up with what you're up to and all the fun shenanigans that you're posting, where can people find you and uh, follow you? They can't, and please don't. <laughs> End of um, the stream. Goodbye. <laughs> you're... No, you can, find me, you can find me on Instagram at Ryan What. Um, my Instagram is private right now because I had a stalker, but feel free to request me. Not um, that. And... <laughs> Yeah, come through. Um, and then check out twitch.tv slash Ryan Watt if you want to see clips or old seasons of Pyramid of Wet. And um, my TikTok is Ryan Watt, and I post on there like once a month. But that's, <laughs> that's really, Instagram's the best place to find me. Yes, absolutely. Please do follow him and thank you so much for joining me. It's been so much fun to, to chat with you. Yes, of course. Um, honestly, these episodes, people don't know. I think some people don't know this. Like, they're not planned at all. Like, we just show up to the video call and we just talk. So it's like, if you were expecting anything, I wasn't expecting anything in particular. I'm just like, I'm just turning on the Discord and hope it works. Sometimes it doesn't, and then it does. And then we just hope for the best here. (laughs) Truly. So, yeah. um, But if you made it this far, either, you know, on YouTube or Twitch or anything of the sort, Feel free to click on the follow buttons, on the subscribe buttons, all that fun stuff. Um, you get um, you get to support me as well uh, if you want to on Ko-Fi. That's like the only place I'm monetized because I don't want to support Twitch and the way that they go about their things. Uh, and one of the perks of supporting me on Ko-Fi, uh, besides like early videos and exclusive content, is that you do get a shout out at the end of a stream and or a video. And so here we go. Let me quickly do a little shout out for my yeah, shout out. monthly supporters yeah so we have spin blend kaiju juby mostly bad fly Salika, and smallzy y'all are iconic in every way uh thank you so much for supporting um i will be back soon tm i think i'll take like a week or two off from the podcast i'm just saying just so that y'all know as a little warning um because i'm i'm changing up the time and the day and all that stuff so but stay tuned um if you're watching this on twitch we're gonna we have like a little question that we saved for that because we kind of moved away from content talk so uh we're gonna get into that uh after we are done recording but if you're watching this on youtube or any uh, any other platform, excuse me. Uh, Bye. See you next time.